Ah, no, you like that little change up right there with the intro. Uh, I'm enjoying that. I think I might have to just stop this podcast and go clubbing. Um, yeah, good little change up though. I'd uh, mix it up a little bit, try something else. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. All right, welcome to episode seven of Seven Sports and Stuff. What is on the agenda today, you ask? Well, hopefully you checked out the little Instagram post. I would have given you a bit of an idea. If you haven't, you need to do that. Also, give us a little follow at VII underscore training. Um, looking to try and post up a few more good things up there during the week as well. Um, I'm sure you saw the Ryder Cup one. That was pretty good. <laughs> I like that one. Um, but yeah. All right. So today, the stuff we're going to be going through... Um, well, it's a new month to begin with, so happy October to everyone. I don't know if that's a thing, but there we go. I've said it now. Um, got Diwali coming up, uh, and a three as well. Oh, it's a big month, big month. Um, but yeah, in terms of the podcast, what are we discussing today? Well, we're going to have a look at um, the team versus the individual. That's one thing we're going to have a look at. We're going to use examples like the Ryder Cup. I'll break it down for you when we get there. And obviously, Jose and Paul Pogba had their little thing going on this whole week. So we'll have a little chat about that as well. Uh, But before we get into the meat of it, I do want to start with some fantastic feedback after last week's show. So last week's show, if you haven't heard it, you need to have a listen. um, It was a show comparing athletes to their kind of superhero counterparts. Um, and yeah, I had I had struggled I struggled with one um, superhero in particular, and that was Thor. So yeah, I couldn't really find anyone. I mean, I didn't really, I mean, I didn't really like anyone. I thought about couldn't really justify the reasons for picking them as Thor. You know, Thor's a big superhero man. He he deserves a good um, athlete counterpart, and I just could not get my head around that one but thankfully i have a couple of good friends that helped me out with that one so the first one was money mayweather floyd mayweather uh him and thor obviously have that arrogance about them um so that was one of the ones i was given um also the fact that he probably thinks of himself as a god money mayweather and thor obviously is a god um the other one so the other athlete that was compared to Thor um, was Mahendra Singh Dhoni uh, which is not it's pretty good as well the reasoning uh, first of all Thor has the hammer uh, and Dhoni has the bat uh, Dhoni's known as a kind of a finisher he's not like a I don't know he's not a finesse player he's more aggressive with the bat uh, he likes to finish things in style he's got a bit of swagger about him as well as that kind of cool and calm confidence which you know Thor has kind of developed into I think um, especially from the first movie Uh, like one of my friends said he was pretty arrogant Um, you could tell that he's a bit up himself but as his character has developed it's kind of come down to this more cool calm kind of character who knows you know he's a god but there's no there's no reason to keep like flaunting it out there Um, so yeah those are those are the two I kind of liked the most um, some other mentions just quickly uh, so, so Professor X as Arsene Wenger uh, <laughs> comes from one of my friends again 
which is a, another great shout. Um, so obviously there's loads of different reasons why, but probably the one that stuck out to me um, was uh, Professor X obviously has the X-Men um, and Arsene Wenger had the Invincibles. Um, so yeah, that was a pretty good one. Um, I had also... Um, I can't remember who this was from, but Jessica Ennis as Storm, which is a which is a pretty good one actually. Um, I like that. Um, and lastly, Maria Sharapova as Electra. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good one as well. I think Maria Sharapova's got a lot of aggression built in inside of her. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen Electra uh, from Daredevil. She's got a bit about her as well a bit can get a bit crazy um like maria all right well yeah that was that was some good feedback so i appreciate that guys obviously don't stop there always keep giving me feedback keep giving me ways to improve and uh, make this podcast better than it already is um but yeah let's let's get on with episode seven So Europe won the Ryder Cup this week in what can only be described as a beating of epic proportion that really wasn't envisaged by anyone to be honest. Um, I think people thought it would be a lot closer than it actually was. Um, the Americans didn't really turn up um, and it was a bit of a shame because uh, I would have thought it would have been a bit more competitive, you know, um, have something to watch on a Sunday afternoon instead of just... Uh, watching Team Europe kind of waltz their way to getting that Ryder Cup back. But, you know, they won, which is the most important thing. Um, so, yeah. Um, so why does this kind of tie into our team versus the individual, you may ask? Fantastic question. Um, so <laughs> one of the interesting things that came out um, during kind of the debrief um, after everything was over was basically that the chemistry and camaraderie that the European team showed uh, compared to the American team. So how, so for you guys, I mean, how important is it that uh, you get along with everyone in your team? I mean, let, just think about your own work environment to begin with. Uh, think about the people that you work with. Um, how, how do you guys gel as a team? Um, do you guys get along? Does that make things easier? Um, do you guys not get along? Does that make things harder? Um, how, how does it work for you lot? How does it work in that kind of work environment? Whatever you might do, I'm sure most of you are part of a team where you have to liaise with people and work with other people and do you necessarily get along with them? So the reason I ask this question is basically because another thing that came out after the whole event was over uh, from the American side of things was that uh, Patrick Reed who's a golfer, for those of you who didn't know, um, claimed that another golfer, Jordan Spieth, didn't want to be paired with him. Now, for those of you who don't know too much about the Ryder Cup, um, the format basically means that you have to play alongside a partner, so you're not just hitting your own ball, um, you share a ball in, in one instance, um, and obviously you need teamwork for this. So... Patrick Reed said that Jordan Spieth didn't really didn't want to play with him. Uh, now the problem with this is that last time round in the Ryder Cup, these two were a pretty successful pairing. Um, so obviously, whatever's gone on, um, they couldn't get past that. 
well, Jordan Spieth couldn't get past that allegedly, and he he didn't he didn't partner Patrick Reed at all during this this Ryder Cup, which might have cost him points. We never know. You you never know what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just interesting because from Patrick Reed's point of view, he doesn't really care about um, outside things or the type of relationship he has with his teammates. He his his number one goal is was to retain the Ryder Cup. Um, so again, that brings about a different type of question when it comes to teamwork uh, for you guys on a day-to-day basis. Is it is it something that even if you don't get along with someone in your team, uh, you don't really care because at the end of the day, you're there to do a job um, and the overall goal is bigger than your issue with whoever is on your team? Um, or, do you, or do you feel like maybe the goal will never be achieved because of this issue that you have? And that is something that you can't get past. Um, just think about it. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation. Or even if you haven't, try and try and imagine you're in that situation. One day it might happen and you might think to yourself, wow, that podcast I heard has helped me through it. Or maybe not. But um, <laughs> yeah, either way, just think about it. Like, how, how would you react? Are you the type of person that's like, I don't really care. This is about the end goal. I don't really care what I feel about the people in my team. I just want to get to where we need to be. Or do you feel like that? You're the type of person that actually does bother and in order for you to get to that end goal something's got to change um, between yourself maybe leaving the team or the other person leaving the team now for for me um, I think that I mean in my opinion I reckon it's probably it's probably more important that you reach that end goal whatever it might be no matter how you feel about um, the other people in your team and what kind of relationship you have individually with them i think that you kind of should be focused on that end game um and just i mean you just have to get through it at the end of the day that's that's just my opinion obviously you guys might feel a bit different but if it was me in this situation i think i'd be a bit more like patrick reed where it's like well you look i don't really care if we don't get along if we're not friends outside of this we're here to do a job uh i want to bring that trophy back to america and Obviously, we work well together in terms of playing on the golf course. So let's just do that. Whatever other issues we have outside, let's leave that to one side and get on with it. But that's just my opinion. I'd love to hear what you guys think, as always. So give us a bit of feedback. You can drop us an email at vii underscore training at hotmail.com. Alternatively, hit us up on Instagram, vii underscore training and we also have a twitter account now um, with the same name so v i i underscore training all right um but yeah so those are a couple of interesting things i would like to get your guys opinion on um you know teams as well teams these days are made up of loads of different people um they're kind of made up of leaders made up of followers uh loud voices accepting voices Uh, they've got attention seekers maybe people that shy away from from attention um, so for me everyone has their part to play in the team uh, regardless of you know what the media and society might say I don't I don't really feel one role is bigger than the other I think everybody has their kind of part to play um, on that note let's move on to the Pogba and Jose Mourinho issue so again I kind of chose to see this as an individual versus the team um, in my opinion Pogba is the individual and Mourinho is the team 
Um, so let me just explain to you why I think that. So for me, Jose Mourinho is the manager of Man United, <clears throat> and what he says must go. You know, regardless of whether he's right or wrong, um, I, f I feel as if you're a player, and that's your manager. You need to listen, and do as he instructs. You know, I don't, I don't think um, Pogba gets this at the moment. I think he's struggling to come to terms with this. And I'm not saying that he's wrong either. I know there's a lot of people that think uh, Pogba's stance on the matter, uh, which is more to do with the way Man United play football, could be right. And they, they would like to see a bit more of an expansive, exciting game, which is fair enough. And yeah, I'm sure I would love to see that too as well. But uh, for now, until Jose sees that he needs to change that or until Jose himself has left the club and someone else comes in, as a player, for me, I just think you got to, you know, get in line. Don't step out of line. Just fall in line. Um, and just get on with the job at hand. It goes back to what we were talking about, like, two minutes ago. When I, I, I said that, in my opinion, I feel like if you're if you're part of a team and there's someone that you don't really get along with, it, it doesn't really matter. You guys should just be still trying to focus on that one goal um, and, and go get it, really. Um, and at the moment... This situation with these two guys is not really helping the team. It's, it's causing a lot of problems. I'm sure there's already like a divide within the group and people are taking one side and the other, etc., etc., etc. But it, bring, it brings about another good question for you guys to think about. Um, are you the type of person um, that, let's say, for example, you've got a Jose Mourinho in your team or your workplace who is your manager uh, but there's like things that you don't really agree with things that you think the manager could do better or change or, and maybe you have even voiced your opinion but they're just not taking it on board um, how would you deal with that situation would you just continue to go about your day doing what they ask or would you maybe go up to the next level above your manager um, and have a chat there and see if you can get something resolved um it's kind of interesting. I don't know what I'd do in this particular situation, to be honest, thinking about it now. Um, if that was me and I did have a Jose Mourinho in uh, my in my workplace, he just wasn't getting things done. Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. I guess he, I guess from from Pogba's point of view, I guess he cares about the club a lot. He, he wants to win. So he's trying to make things happen uh, regardless of whether it's right or wrong he he obviously himself thinks that this is something that he needs to do for the benefit of the team um or maybe he doesn't maybe he feels like as an individual he wants to play a different type of football a better type of football and therefore he needs someone else leading the team to allow him to do that uh but yeah what, what do you guys think i mean what roles would you see, see yourself playing if this was your if you were in this kind of situation, if you had like um, uh, someone above you, your manager, like I said, um, and they weren't really getting the job done or the way they were going about things wasn't how you think it should have been or you think it should be done, uh, would you voice your opinion or would you just step in line and get on with it um, and wait for someone above your manager to make the decision to let them go and then maybe things will be better? Uh, it's quite interesting. I, I think that's a that's a quite of an interesting to interesting thing to think about. Um, and on the other hand, I mean, if you were the manager yourself, let's just let's just say you were the manager yourself, and you had someone that was below you or working as part of your team, 
and they were voicing their opinion about the way you do things they weren't really happy with it they thought it could be done in a better way how would you deal with that uh, are you the type of person to take that on board um, you know take what information you've been given by someone below you and maybe kind of use that to help the team if it does or are you the type of person that would be like well look i'm the manager i'm the one who's in this position i know how to get things done uh, you just need to step in line and follow what i have to say and we'll be fine ah, that's that's quite interesting actually <laughs> would it would you have that kind of authority would you be that type of person um, some people might say that's quite narrow-minded not taking other people's opinions on board other people might say well if you're the manager you're there for a reason so tell the tell the person below you to you know keep that noise to themselves and, and step in line because it's not going to help the team if the if there's someone that's always challenging um, the person above them uh, which is what's happening in this case in this case at man united um, but for me i think if i if i was the manager um, and i had someone below me trying to kind of you know change the way things are, are done um, regardless whether their intentions were good or bad well that's a tough one i mean first of all you have to take into consideration that okay maybe they are right if things if things aren't going well so maybe there's something there to think about but then on the other hand if you're the manager you know you've got there for a reason there's, there's obviously stuff you've done in the past that has worked maybe you just need to get this this individual to get on board um, and things will go smoothly um, I think if I was that manager if I was in Jose's position in my um, in my work environment yeah I think I'd probably be like you need to step in line and let me get on with my job I'll figure a way to get us out of this um, just give me the time I'm here for a reason they pay me more than you basically even though they, they pay Pogba more than Jose I think yeah they do yeah um, but yeah this particular situation I, I would probably lay down the law show them that this is my kind of this is my area of expertise so listen to me and we'll see what happens after that but yeah I think that was a I think that's something that you guys can think about feedback on as well who do you feel like you're you're more like in your work environment? Are you more of an authoritative kind of figure or are you more of someone that will take on board things and doesn't mind having people that might not be on the same level as them, giving them advice and talking to them about changing things up, etc, etc, etc. So finally, just before we move on to shout out of the week and honorable mentions, I've got one last question that I would like you guys to think about. Um, so when it comes down to it put yourself in that kind of um, situation when everything's on the line you know you need to let's say win this game or whatever or you need to complete this project or this is like the most defining moment of your professional career all that kind of dramatic stuff would you rather be part of a team or would you rather do it as an individual? All right, just let that sink in. So would you rather be part of a team or an individual? So when everything's on the line, 
Would you rather be part of a team trying to work towards the goal? Or would you rather be taking all of that pressure on your own two shoulders? Well, shower of the week. I have mentioned them before. Yep, you guessed it. It's the European Ryder Cup team for an absolutely tremendous victory. Uh, Well-deserved victory. They played really well. Played some awesome golf. Uh, Did what they had to do to win that cup back. So congratulations to those guys. Um, Especially uh, maybe one guy in particular, uh, Francesco Molinari who won every single point he went out to play for um, this uh, this weekend, um, which is pretty incredible when you think about some of the guys that he had to come up against. Um, the legendary Tiger Woods was one of them. Um, Tiger, uh, on a side note, didn't have a great Ryder Cup, but, but that's all good, man. He's, he's had a phenomenal season. He's allowed to... It's at the end of the season as well. He's probably a bit tired. He's just come back from... Uh, spinal fusion surgery as you all should know because you listened to the previous podcast um but yeah that's a little side note but the european team definitely deserved everything that they got um even the captain thomas bjorn i know there's a lot of praise that has been heaped on him for the way he set out the course uh for the kind of pairings he put together as well um for the way that he went around he went about the last day as well in terms of those singles matches uh, where he had like strength at the bottom as well as the top um or sorry experience at the bottom as well as the top um just for that kind of cushion and that sense of you know it doesn't matter if it doesn't go our way at the start we've got the guys at the end to finish it off uh, which they did so fair play to him um all right, next up. Honorable mention. So I got a few honorable mentions this week. Um, the first one's going to go out to Lewis Hamilton. Um, another win for the uh, Mercedes driver. Um, Team orders came into play there. Um, Bottas was obviously leading and asked to let Hamilton go, which he did listen to. So again, that kind of ties into our whole theme uh, this episode about the team or individual. F1 is one of those sports actually where it's kind of crazy because you're a part of a team, but at the same time, you're pretty much an individual. Um, yeah, it's just a bit of a different one. Um, but yeah, so shout out to, uh, sorry, honorable mention for him and Valtteri Bottas uh, for actually letting him go through which shows the kind of team player that he is um, the other one uh, <laughs> I think Kish will like this one goes out to Daniel Sturridge wow who would have thought Daniel Sturridge uh, would be getting mentioned as much as he is at the moment right. like, a, like a huge honourable mention for this guy because I feel like most of us, even myself, didn't really think that he'd be back at Liverpool to first of all. 
um, and didn't think that he'd be scoring goals for Liverpool again, to be honest with you. Um, and he scored what can only be described as a phenomenal, phenomenal strike uh, against Chelsea uh, this weekend to to level the game as well. So it was in a very important goal. Um, but yeah, and he, I think he scored three in the last three competitions that he's played in as well. So I think it was the Carling Cup. Uh, sorry, not the Carling Cup. What's it called now? The Carabao Cup, um, Premier League, and Champions League, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so yeah, man, Daniel Sturridge, honourable mention for that guy. Okay, it's time for the stuff part of the show, uh, where we're gonna have a little flashback. Hmm, interesting, interesting. So previously on Seven Sports and Stuff, um, it was in the stuff part of the show, um, as you could have guessed. Uh, I was I talked to you guys about um, this Asian dude from Houston, Texas, who went into his local McDonald's, basically saw that there wasn't any kind of representation of Asian people up on the posters, um, and he decided to do something about it. He created a poster with him and his friend. Uh, they stuck it in their local McDonald's, um, like a little undercover mission um, and what have you. Um, so, yeah, that's where the story had its little intermission. And from there, we have found out that since that had all taken place, these guys have now gone on to appear on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Now, if that wasn't crazy enough for these two guys, on the actual show, Ellen and McDonald's kind of got together to reward these two uh, with $25,000 each. Um, so the money was kind of a payment because they would now be featuring in a McDonald's uh, marketing campaign which is pretty incredible, if you ask me. McDonald's reached out, sorted this all out. They're going to pay them 25000 each um, to be in a marketing campaign, which is crazy, man. So just from that little thing that they've done, which were where they basically put up a poster um, of themselves eating McDonald's in their local uh, McDonald's restaurant, uh, they've gone on to, to earn a bit of money and also star in their own marketing campaign. Um, and yeah, I think the guy who who done it, he basically said that the whole reason behind it obviously was just to get a bit more Asian representation out there. And again, I think in America, Asian means more uh, like Chinese, Japanese, South Korean, um, whereas over here it's a bit more Indian, Bangladeshi, uh, Pakistani kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty cool, man. That's a nice, nice end to that story for them. Or maybe it isn't. Maybe there's more to come. Uh, but to receive $25,000 each, $25, each and also star in their marketing campaign, that's pretty cool. Not to mention the fact they got to feature on the Ellen DeGeneres show, which in America is pretty big. All right, guys, that is that. We'll wrap it up there for episode seven of Seven Sports and Stuff. Once again, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening because I have enjoyed talking to you. And 
I'm looking forward to the feedback from our individual 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 versus team debate um, <laughs> that we had today. Um, interesting to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Um, next week, what's going to be coming up next week? Um, I think next week we're going to look at um, females in sports. Uh, do a bit more of work on that. Uh, talk to you guys about that. See see what's out there. Um, have a look at some stars, female superstars in their respective sports. Have a little chat about them. Um, just on the sporting side of things, really, what they've done, their kind of story. Uh, just get them known a bit more. Um, unless there's some major, major sporting event that happens, like, I don't know, Jose Mourinho getting sacked <laughs> or something like that. Um, but yeah. Looking forward to speaking to you guys next week. I'm sure you'll tune in as always. Uh, but for now, enjoy the rest of your day or whatever you may be doing. Uh, keep doing it well. Keep working hard. Keep making that magic happen. See you guys later.